conference call with Critty on bff.fm for the next two hours we're going to be doing some sexy talk and sexy music actually today we're going to be talking a little bit more about uh bad dating bay area dating ptsd i've got peter and fatima in the studio right now hello (laughs) so we were trying to define what this meant actually and i think bay area has got some special circumstances that make dating in the Bay Area a little bit tough. It's a culture where people come to sort of escape conformity in other places. Uh, So there's some circumstances that make people make it really hard for uh, (laughs) dating in the Bay. We'll get into all that. Um, For the next two hours, it's going to be a little sexy. It's going to be a little rough. So if you're sitting in your office, make sure you put in your headphones. This is definitely not safe for work. I've got some good hip-hop tunes coming up as well as some soul music that I really like um, Fatima has been on the show before Peter's also been on the show before they've got great things to contribute can't get rid of me 
<laughs> just, you keep inviting me back, and I have no reason why, but you do. Uh, if you guys have questions with your Bay Area dating post-traumatic stress disorders, give us a call. Phone number is 415-483-6217. We're going to try to answer the question, if you or is you eight, my lover. a man that's always late Anytime we have a date But I love him Yes, I love him And I'm gonna walk up to his gate And see if we can't get this thing straight Cause I want him Is you is or is you ain't My baby The way you're acting lately Makes me doubt You is still my baby, baby But it seems my flame in your hearts Are done gone out A man is a creature that has always been strange. Just when you're sure of one, you'll find he's gone and made a change. Well, is you is or is you ain't my baby? Well, maybe babies found somebody new. Is my baby, ooh yeah Is he still my baby, true a creature that has always been strange just when you're sure of one you'll find he's gone and made a change so is you is or is you ain't my baby maybe my baby's found somebody new True. 
Okay, that was Miss Etta James with I'd Rather Go Blind. Um, let's just get right into it and talking about dating in the Bay Area. Fatima, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? <laughs> yeah, well, I realized recently that I have bad PTSD, which is Bay Area dating PTSD. Um, when I went on a date with this guy and I was just like, oh, wow, he's really cool and really nice. Um, but we didn't kiss. We didn't do anything intimate. I was like, maybe he's not into me. And then we went on a second date, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe he is. And then, again, didn't kiss, do anything intimate. And I'm like, hmm, maybe he's gay. Maybe he's not into me. Maybe he's got a girlfriend. Like, all these things popping into my head. And then we finally hooked up on our third date, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. He's into me. This is awesome. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> As we're having sex, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I think he's into me now. <laughs> um... And then after that, like, he texted me the next day, and I responded, and I asked him a question. He didn't respond for, like, a day. And I was just like, okay, I'm never going to see him again. Like, this sucks. He probably has a girlfriend. He probably has a wife. Like, who knows? And then I took a step back, and I was like, whoa, why am I acting like this? What? Where is this coming from? Like, I have PTSD, and it's from dating in the Bay Area. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think dating in the Bay Area makes it hard to realize where you stand. Certain circumstances in the city, like, you always are... You have so many options and things like that. And so yeah. you're constantly wondering, where am I in this relationship? Yeah, it just How seems like things? everyone's flaky. Everyone has like a long distance relationship that they're not telling you about or a... Or a husband they're not telling you about. Yeah, short distance relationship <laughs> that they're not telling you about. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it just, it just, it's weird. I mean, it's one of the things that kind of really draw people from other places here, right? It's kind of the openness of the culture and just kind of the free form of the thing. Um, but then all of a sudden, like, when it comes to dating, that to them that feels really really toxic <laughs> I, I can definitely attest to that like between for someone that's dated kind of you know maryland new york north carolina so i've gotten a little, little bit of taste of northern and a little bit of southern and every move that you've seen that kind of cliches the whole thing is absolutely true about dating in those kinds of places like every cliche is pretty much true the chivalry and things like the that, chivalry that in the south is like pretty much kind of like all right what's the quality of the guy that i'm you know kind of coming out here with so it's like all right make sure you get the door make sure you get the check make sure check 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 right. um yeah um i know some things that my friends have experienced is when a man actually treats them well if he offers to pay for the meal if he's opening doors they'll often wonder, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Really? <laughs> and that might actually be a symptom of oh, bad yeah. dating PTSD, right? Like yeah. you get so used to lowering your standards and things like that that you can't understand why anyone would ever ever think about being nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> that was the crazy thing with me one time. Um, when I was still living back east, I was dating a girl from California. And I made dinner for her and her mother one time. And she was kind of like, okay, like, just we'll come over and have whatever. And her expectations apparently are super low. <laughs> because I was like, all right, I got, like, little hors d'oeuvres for us. I've got, you know, the main course. I'm making a pasta dish or this, that, or whatever. I've got, like, crepes ready to, to kind of get going. Yeah. And she's kind of like, I'm just used to guys, like, pulling out, like, a can of soup and just, like, <laughs> eating that stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I love cooking and dating in New York. Like, it's totally normal to cook for someone that you're on, like, a second or third date. Right. Like, that's a totally normal thing to do. But here, if you do that for a guy, he's just like, whoa, she must really be into me. Yeah. Like, oh. It's like, why are you putting all this pressure on me, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you cook for me? No, man. She's moving <laughs> too fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, did you actually show interest in me? Did you actually kind of, like, return, like, my message that you sent me, like, within a reasonable amount of time? So not California cool. No. It, it, it's so easy out here just to kind of move from, like, one thing to the next without really any consequence to it because it's expected. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, that kind of seeps its way into dating which is not necessarily a good way to kind of build like a like a really strong foundational kind of relationship to a certain degree because all of a sudden it's like all right we're all going to be like super sexual and super kind of like just kind of going with it and all of a sudden you put yourself in a we're going to lock it down kind of situation that's got to be like super kind of counterintuitive to a lot of people um that's why it why that's why it just seems like i probably end up dating more transplants than anything else yeah we were both talking earlier about how we've only seriously dated people from other states or for me like from another country i've never dated anyone that's lived in california for longer than like a year (laughs) i i can't even get past three months but yeah Yeah. okay you're you're a a champion as a california native i've definitely had some very successful long-lasting relationships with other california natives because you speak the freaking language. I mean, yeah, you guys understand each other. We we're coming from the outs. Like she's from Jersey. I'm from Maryland yeah. originally. Like we're we're kind of like, all right. So we go on a date, and then we find out if you want to go on the next one. No, it's it's like, all right, we went on a date. Then let's like not talk for a week. Yeah, and then maybe pick this up again, like somewhere else, or yeah. just happen upon each other. It's like, oh, we'll go out again. Yeah, <laughs> I actually had a friend from Boston once express his frustration with California people. He said we're very passive, mm-hmm. and True. it'll ha- and it's very apparent in a conversation where some if you're in a conversation with a california person at a party they'll just walk away mid-sentence or whatever 
but with another East Coaster, you'll often like there's something that happens where you know you both acknowledge that the it's conversation's over. Yeah. yeah, it's super direct. Like dating like that is, is super direct. But too. what's up with all the pressure? Why so much pressure? Why does it have to be so direct? But for us, it's not pressure so much as it's just being very clear about what yeah, your like opinion like, and objective is. It feels like a waste of time to not be direct. Yeah, because yeah. you're just dancing around a problem that you're like, all right, we could just solve this like in two or three sentences as opposed to solving this in like two or three days yeah. of just kind of like aloof, kind of like, me, me. It's like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I don't know. What yeah. do you want to do? What What do you want to do? It's like the freaking jungle book all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Um, when in fact, it's like, all right, do you want to do this? No. Okay. End of freaking statement right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. We love you, California people. Trust me, we're we're very Still much in love with you. Understand you, you. <laughs> but 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 you gotta break us into this whole but thing. But trust let's, the let's love is there. The love is there. You just gotta back off a little bit, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> um, to you are listening to a conference call with Critty on BFF.FM. From now until four o'clock, we will be talking about. Bay Area Dating Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. If you think you are suffering from Bay Area Dating Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, call us with your symptoms and we'll let you know how to fix it. Um, The phone number is 415-483-6217. I'm going to move us into a little bit of some hip-hop here. Uh, I was uh, Really loving our soul tracks, but I wanted to keep it a little funky today. So here we go with some Dilla the X. Big Dilla. PR. Blau. Here it is. Uh. Yeah. It's for you. Uh. Hey. Hey. Remember me? Take a look, baby. Yes, it's your ex. He off the hook, ain't he? I'm doing my thing. Thanks, you did me a favor I'm through with the gangs and straight with the silly behavior And I knew it was over, I was hoping it worked See, I can't go to work when you go on berserk You going through shirts, you scoping for dirt It was worse, you searching to only get hurt And no, I don't flirt with every pro in a skirt I'm better than that, I'm trying to get this chat in the stack Are you steady thinking about what I did in the bed to do? And if I'm hitting other women instead of you See, we can't grow close and not get along they say you don't know what you got till it's gone. It's hard to move on, but we gave it a chance. And because you wasn't ready for a man, we you left me. <laughs> okay. Remember you left me. Yeah. So let me free. Remember, please. Uh, it's for you. Remember you left me. So let me free. You got it all twisted up in your own way. I got it mixed up, mixed up. Ain't heard from you in such a long time. Okay, let me pull over. You're still looking good, doing well. Say it's all me in that last magazine. Well, I'm doing good. Remember, remember you left me. Let me be. Let me be. Remember, it's for you. Remember, 
jerks lurk constantly And my insecurity turned into maturity As the years pass, I find it hard to be monogamous So do other brothers, so the scene's still synonymous Cats crazy glass when I'm with female company Something I'm a softie and they step to her in front of me So in public places, I am often found in my trunk Reaching for bats and smack goes as small Because I have the right to rip And in spite of a few protests, progress And I might smite you Once you're caught, your fronts, they got no future Bloods blur my sight, yet left and right suit you I know this and also notice advances I keep them papers, let me slip to my dip With numeros, and you soon neuros Thinking I'm jelly, cause numbers left in the gutter Leads tell only tellies So we see who's beat we, and we see who's seen The difference is Vaseline, you slipping while I'm standing grips and grips of chumps my way Slow from bat bumps on rocks, cause I flake So I play, cause Sajay has to flip I found mine, so find your own companionship Every time I see you That was a little bit of Souls of Mischief, Step to My Girl, uh, preceded by The Far Side and Jay Dilla. You are listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.FM. We've got Peter and Fatima, and now we've got Joanna in the studio. Hey! 
Hi, Joanna. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Bay Area dating post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, we have a caller on the line. Uh, Terrence, are you there? Hi. Hey, Terrence. Where are you calling Hello. from? What's up, Terrence? Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. Here you fine. Great. Good. How you guys doing? Yeah, we're good. What's hey. up, man? How, How you doing? doing? Excellent. I'm just at the uh, physical service uh, right now. So, uh, yeah. Things are going better. Why are you at the physical therapist? Oh, I hurt my back. Um, doing, yeah. Doing so, what? did you already read my original question? Uh, Terrence, go ahead. Go ahead and ask your question. You're what on the air now. Oh, Terrence? yeah. So, so, I'm dating this really awesome girl. And um, I think I threw my back out having sex. And nice. I was just curious of the best way to, to broach this topic. Um, should I just lay low and put it off for a few days until it gets better? Or, uh, you know, what, what do you guys advise? Um, I mean, you should definitely tell her that you hurt your back. You don't have to tell her how you, like, hurt yeah. your back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there might be, like, a little extra component there. It's like, oh, let's not do this position or something like that again. But just, yeah. like, just like, hey, like, I hurt, like, if you, I don't know, like, if you broke your arm or something like that, it'd be right. pretty freaking obvious that, like, we might not need to do some stuff where, like, I'm using my arms kind of thing. <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious as to what exactly you were doing that caused your back to... Um, Seriously. Well, I'm a very uh, passionate man. Yeah, lover. I like uh, this guy. He's a so he's, he's good I, people. You know, I, I, I do my best, and uh, it's, just, it's just something went wrong. And uh, But, uh, yeah, I just want to... She has a pretty healthy appetite, so I want to keep up with that. Was but, it, uh, like, a specific but, position? Um, I don't remember. You know, the the night was kind of a, a little bit blurry. But, so uh, it was just like know, after the fact. The, back all. the man was just being mad, passion, and just like feeling his lady out and just doing his thing. And just he wakes up the next morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would say um, I would say definitely tell her that you hurt your back because you don't want to just ignore her or pretend or like just kind of get your way out of sex without explaining why. Because then she'll think that you're not into her. Don't ghost um, out, yeah, man. Yeah. Just don't ghost yeah. out. Don't ghost out. And for the future, I would say probably like do some stretching. <laughs> and, um, He's gonna start like doing calisthenics right before he jumps in. Yeah, I mean stretching's good, especially <laughs> as we get yeah, older. Definitely. Don't yeah. weightlifters like wear waist belts? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, gonna be a really sexy. One of those up today, so, um, or you I could get one of those. Um, sex wedges where it's easy to get into different positions and it's pretty fun too that might help yeah and, and in the in the, cool. in the intermediate like if, if she's like no I'm, I'm not taking no for an answer like i want some right now you could always just kind of like um, take the, the like the you know let her ride uh, yourself like no problem no problems today but i'm just kind of looking forward to tonight and tomorrow <laughs> and um no i don't want to come off as like a, a total old man um this is kind of a rare occurrence but, uh, well, how are you? you? Know, the, yeah, oh. I just don't want to be a downer and, uh, I think you know, or make her do all the work. So, um, but, uh, she might enjoy that though, too. Yeah. I, I gotta know what's going on. Joanna, <laughs> Joanna's got some, uh, this Terrence is calling from Oakland. He has, he threw his back out having sex with his very okay. passionate girlfriend. Okay. I've done this before. And <laughs> like, Tales from the Crypt over <laughs> here. Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> literally have a sex injury from 2010 i have it was july <laughs> it was a summer day it, i think it actually was oddly <laughs> enough but um 
yeah and and I power lift <laughs> so like <laughs> so I I feel like I really know what to what to do on this one what you need is to ask your physical therapist for lidocaine patches these will save your life they will save your sex life they will save your walking around life you're gonna wear that shit for 12 hours before you get down and it just it it's gonna kind of numb out the situation then if you can get it baclofen <laughs> it's a muscle relaxer jesus and you're gonna you're gonna be straight on that um great but you've got yeah. you've got you've got to let your partner know um that you've got this injury because take some more advice from me it can get re-injured and it will exacerbate it. And I have done that by be, by just pretending that I wasn't injured because I thought I was being slick. <laughs> it, it it doesn't it doesn't help anything. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. That sounds smart. I mean, I used to thinking of like you know taking it to Vicodin and doing you know gin Okay, so here's the that'll thing. impede everything. No, no, no. Don't take Vicodin or don't take a don't yeah. take a don't take a pain pill. Because it's going to be yeah, harder to come. I'm very yeah. serious about this. Do not take, do not take pain medication the because you want to be able to actually still come. You've got to deal with the muscles and the nerves here. So take, say, take nerve medication or take a muscle relaxer so that you can still feel everything, but your but your body is relaxed and it's not tensing up around the injury. Mm. Or do topical like a lidocaine patch. Icy hot, tiger balm. These are the things you need. You don't want to fuck up your physiology on this one so that you don't have good sex. You just need to not feel the pain of the injury. There you have yeah. it. Yeah. Will do. There yeah. Oh, yeah, that, totally. That was, that was, that was actually functionally yeah, actual better actual right. advice. <laughs> Thanks a lot He's for like, calling. Let, let me write this down. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Have, Take have care, man. All right, there you have it, guys. Uh, we are, you're listening to conference call with Critty and Joanna. <laughs> That's my wheelhouse. <laughs> Doctor Powerlifter Joanna comes in here all of a sudden, like at the eleventh hour, and just like, hey, I've got the fucking remedy here for you. If you guys have questions, uh, give us a call. Phone number is four one five four eight three six two one seven. Take herself so serious, People stare curious, She got a natural way, her hips sway furious, Yeah, the luxurious, Carries herself like the cutest, most courteous thing you've seen this side of the bay. Go about her business so purposeful, like she got a sharp quick, and she just won't quit. Uh-huh. Floating it body built like a house made out of brick. She got the smile, style, and finesse. Compounded with a blessed, profound intellect. Select few have ever seen the butt naked, and they too want to see the rep protected. Cause she felt like violence, but she can throw them things, so don't let your guard down. Her thighs are sore, but her eyes are hard. You can't just try to tell her, come on now. She digs into the dance. Alice Walker, Nikki Giovanni, oh honey. Says she wanna be a doctor, and not for some damn sure. She'll be digging somebody. Two street smart girl, ain't no dummy. One economic empowerment, and it ain't about the money. The boys and gals both all start act funny whenever the queen's coming around. Yeah. 
That you can't quite see, but you can't quite not. And it lies in a gentle command of the night. Wherever you took my hand, baby, send it home. Send it no, no. I really think I lost my edge, cause it's females on the whole new throne. All the clerks wanna offer you help, all the folks compliment you stuff. A little children wanna jump in your lap, girl, I wanna do that myself. She ain't no innocent, never kidding, Jen. She's committing sins and ain't finishing. But because of her disposition, she ain't subject to criticism. That's why the other women started mimicking. She ain't tripping off no images. Her interests are all limitless. She ain't limited by inhibitions, Lord. Boundless imagination. She bounced this idea off me, Jack. That had me out in space. Somewhere just love, not knowing the way back. You know I can't always fathom everything that you say about half the time But when I hear your voice, you support your boys But all of that body language, girl, it's alright It's alright It's alright, yeah I look right in your eyes, ask how'd you get so neat I just when I think I know your style I know there's something I ain't been Phone unlocked and right side up, walk out the room without throwing your bitch off balance. It's either on or off, ain't no in between when it's valid. I seem to want to talk more and more about what really matters. I've seen my aura hop out my torso and hit her backwards. Flip watching you skip down my corridor, fuck a ballot. Don't need shit on the side no more, I just know fuck a salad. I often have awesome thoughts of tossing this softer palette. So when we fall, any wall, any stall, any crawl, any pause, any scar, any tar, any dog, will dissolve, kill them all, build a bear, build them all, build it where it won't fall, give it all, give it my all, yeah. Don't wear any draws, any bra, any more, in it raw, in it raw, I'm in all, I'm involved, come in law, come in all, stomach wall, Kermit frog, jump off London fog. Bridges in the midst of call, girls, my woman calls. Unicorn, you my porn, porn, porn. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Will this bitch click over for me? I mean, will this woman click over for me? Over for me, over for me, is it over for me? Over for me, over for me. I don't know, 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 I don't know. Is this bitch getting over on me? If I go that way, she go that with me. Should I not be so open on me? Open on me, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, 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 I don't know. Will 
Should I not be so open on me? Open on me? You know what I mean? You know what I Miss Erica Badu with Hello, uh, preceded by Latrix, Lady Don't Techno. You are listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.FM. Today's show is about Bay Area dating post traumatic stress disorder. Um, let's. Why don't we share a bit of our symptoms here on experiencing PTSD? Um, I would say one of them for me is definitely like compulsively deleting all my dating apps and then like downloading them later on and then deleting them again. <laughs> she took mine. <laughs> I've got a lot. I think I I tend to always check those things all of a sudden. I'm like, what are they doing online? What's up? 
Ooh, do you remember the old days of Tinder when you could see the last time somebody was online? Oh, oh I've never, I've never been on Tinder. Have you oh. guys? Yeah. I don't remember that feature. So, I was a, an early adopter. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get me some early and often. <laughs> um, yeah, when when Tinder first started, you could actually see the last time the person had been had been using the app, which could make you a crazy person because you'd be like. I sent them a message, right? Yeah. And I can see that they were online like two minutes ago. Why didn't you respond to my message, man? Exactly. It was like that. That was some. That was some bad news. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. They don't so do that anymore. It's like that on OkCupid okay too. Like you can see when someone was last online. You can see when they read your message. It's like so terrible. Or like red receipts on an iPhone. Where you're oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I turn that off. But I love it when people don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love when people see. Like I get to see. Like, I actually the message, made like, a point of not telling my ex for a long time <laughs> that he still had his read receipts on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my that uh, is diabolical. Like, my like kind of long term on and off person accidentally i think but shared his location permanently with me on the iphone and i just like let it be oh no <laughs> so now it's like all right i know it's i know so where funny. i can get some and i know where i know where to avoid <laughs> if i don't I'd randomly message him and be like oh what are you getting at 7-eleven hot dogs i know you're getting hot dogs <laughs> oh no that's some serious creeper shit right there it's <laughs> major creeper shit oh gosh um i know like some of my girlfriends totally for their post-traumatic stress disorder, they don't accept a new person. They don't like when a new person comes into the picture. Or, like, they aren't very open to new people. They get really stressed out about meeting someone new. Mm -hmm. Mm, Just kind of the shutdown method. Yeah, totally. Yeah, where it's like, all right, you try dating for about three months or so, like, go on, like, what, six or seven, like, first dates, maybe a couple of Mm -hmm. second dates and things like that. And everything is just kind of like, everything is awful. These people suck made them go away yeah. and then you just kind of like shut down for like two or three months and then all of a sudden you're like I'm into my second pint of Haagen-Dazs tonight uh, I should I'm into my 17th episode of Frasier tonight <laughs> that's me eat, eat, oh, yeah, ma- like, eat mashed potatoes out of a spoon out of, right out of the cart <laughs> yeah like whenever I have a first date now from whatever online dating thing someone I haven't met before I just get this kind of like anxiety and dread and I just want to cancel and it's just like overwhelming and I think it's because I've been burned so many times in the Bay Area where I'll meet someone and I'm just like instantly like, wow, I'm really not into you. Or if you go in with really shit expectations of the person that you haven't even met yet to a certain yeah. degree. Yeah. You're like, oh, I yeah. know they're going to suck. It's like, oh, I know how this is going to go. I'm going to go in. We're going to order two drinks. You're going to talk about like your fucking poodle or something like that. I'm going to talk about, I don't know, probably my karaoke. You're going to think I'm weird and I'm going to think you're stuck up. And then we're going to probably be out of here by the end of the second drink. And that's just going to have the script goes. <laughs> Or worse, they're just going to talk about their app. <laughs> That's totally not even, like, not even blueprints. Fuck They've got app. an idea for an app. <laughs> oh, tell me about your idea for your app. I See, as a techie, I try to avoid that shit as much as humanly possible. Like, I'm out in the world. I'm like, nope, not, not bringing work into this shenanigan. Although, if I am on a date with another person from tech, which is probably fairly more often than not, eh, we might talk a little shop here and there. But... Yeah, it's it's a good just kind of like feeler. It's a nice little icebreaker, but yeah, don't don't talk about don't talk about your app on your date. I started to yeah. feel like I was just consistently giving a book report. Like yeah. 
Where it's like, so this is who I am. This is what I do. Let me tell you a highlight of my life. Here was a thing that was weird. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> you had your ha ha moment yeah, and you're like, like oh my. And then I'd be like, hold for applause. <laughs> All right. And scene. Like, <laughs> it's like your Jeb Bush is like, please it clap. The, yeah, it was the same thing like over and over and over again. And that's when I started just canceling dates left and right. Because I'd be like, ah, Jesus, I just don't have the energy to, Making dates and then canceling dates. I don't have the emotional investment into this to give a fuck about you so out. Yeah, because um, oh, yeah, everybody started to seem the same. Yeah. What a bummer. Well, dating. But, so, but really, audience, take take our advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me what dating dating is like more on the East Coast because I feel like, like what like I get it. <laughs> it's pretty simple. I mean, it's like first date you meet, second date we still don't hate each other, third date like you try not to do something stupid so you can get laid. Like that's it's just kind mm-hmm. of a freaking blueprint. Yeah, at least and you're up more north. direct about whether you're into the person or not. Like you show obvious signs of yeah. being into them. I just feel like people in in the Bay Area are like too cool to show that they're into you a lot of times. That's the crazy thing. Like east, back east, it's a game, right? It's like, all right, when when's the appropriate time to call, or when's the appropriate time to text? How long after the first date do I kind of see if she wants or he or she want to go on another date? Like it's it's like a scripted shitty game. Out here, it's just everything is so damn aloof that you can't really tell. Yeah, there's no. You can't really make a mistake. There's no kind of like there's no structure to the thing, and it's kind of infuriating but lovely at the same time. Um, The South, I mean, it's it's a little bit more. what is the word traditional i would say in the sense of like you know and i I might have mentioned this earlier but you've got kind of like little bullet points that you're trying to hit along the way um i talked about my family i opened the door i paid for the check um those kinds of like little but doesn't that just set you up for disaster though like so you do all these great things and then nothing it never goes anywhere well it seems like you you always kind of get like it never goes like beyond surface level kind of stuff yeah yeah because it's like, all right, so we've done these things. All right, I guess we can start seeing each other. I guess we're happy. And then, like, you're in, like, what, six, seven, eight months before you realize, like, I don't really like this person very much. Mm-hmm. This person doesn't offer me too much. And you but could have, in theory, gotten over that, in, like, if you just smoked yourself the on entire the East time. Coast or, what? <laughs> on the East Coast or in New York, there's, like, this imperative to find someone before it gets super cold. <laughs> there's that, too. And there's not that that urgency here it's just like well i don't really need you to cuddle with because it's temperate weather all year so <laughs> there's no yeah and we might get one of those random hot days and i yeah, death don't want to be really, attached to anyone yeah. then. well first of all your hot days are like 85 degrees That's and you all are fucking melting <laughs> for me it's like all right 100 humidity and 90 outside i'm like it's a pretty chill day yeah i've also noticed here like as someone who likes to cook like on the east coast if you cook for someone on like the second or third or fourth date whatever it's it's totally fine it's not a big deal it's just a thing that you do but here if i do it for someone early on they're just like oh man she must be so into me like this is weird she's coming on too strong <laughs> i mean is it organic like that's the question <laughs> <laughs> it's organic Shoot. and vegan <laughs> it's like is this is this chicken free range <laughs> um <laughs> no I, i'm thinking about dating at, uh, in the midwest the, the best coast, you know. <laughs> the best because, coast is the no coast. Well, I, you know, they don't call them the Great Lakes for nothing. <laughs> and, and but the, the difference back there is that uh, coming from Milwaukee and Chicago, there's not a lot of people that 
are moving there in their adulthood, right? Like you kind of come up with the same people. So your dating pool is a lot different. It's like versus dating in the Bay Area, everybody's from somebody from somewhere else. So we're, we've all kind of landed here in our 20s and 30s. And it's like, oh, here's my history, blah, blah, blah. You probably did not go to high school with their cousin. Yeah. But in Milwaukee or Chicago, it's super, super likely that like your parents even went to high school together or something like that. And it puts this other dynamic into it that creates a false sense of familiarity, like straight away. So it's like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so and and you worked at blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. So the next thing you know, you're living with them because everybody's (laughs) everybody's just too familiar with each other and feels it's artificial love is what it is because it feels way, it's like too, too familiar. And I feel like when we talk about the aloofness in the Bay Area, it's maybe less people trying to be aloof and more about people not having these common background threads mm. that auto- that artificially put them into like huge intense relationships together right away. That's a really good point. Thank That's actually you, really Christy. smart. <laughs> I'm not a dummy over here. <laughs> no, you're great. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference, I guess, between kind of rural dating and urban dating. Well, let's else. not call Milwaukee or Chicago rural, buddy. Mm. Uh. No, I'm, I'm, I'm originally from a rural area. So it's oh. your qualifications for dating someone is like, all right, have I dated this person before? Yes or no. Are they related to me? Am, am, I, re- <laughs> am I in some way related? Is this person a cousin, second cousin? Wait, did I date? Are, we, are they cousins? And then are they single? <laughs> like, it's, 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 Going it's, back to that artificial love thing, um, Joanna. Yes. If yes. you move into a relationship really quickly mm-hmm. because you guys are feeling each other, how do you know the difference between artificial love, infatuation, and like real love? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm 36 and still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, help. <laughs> I think you just got to kind of feel your way through it. I mean, if you can still feel the same way that you feel after, you know, Three months, six months, nine months—that's probably love. See, I, I don't—I don't think there's actually like any sort of real reliable timestamp on it. Like right. everybody's love is going to run at a different pace. Mm-hmm. I, but can you sustain it? I guess is the thing. Yeah, but but like love changes, right? True. Because yeah. like the love you feel for somebody, you know, a couple months in is a lot different than the kind of love you're going to feel for them when you're, like, changing their diaper when you're 90 years old, right? <laughs> like, that's not, like, passion love anymore. That's, like, that's like I care so hard for your well-being and your joy in life. Totally different kind of love. It's no less or more. It's just different. You can't put a timestamp on, like, when love begins, when it ends. It's just always evolving. It just is. It is. Evolve in love. Namaste in this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are listening to Conference Hall with Critty on BFF.FM. We're talking about Bay Area dating PTSD. (laughs) PTSD. Um, Also, answering any questions that you might have about relationships, uh, you can call us at 415-483-483. Six two one seven. We're gonna get into some music here right now. We're listening to some uh, hip hop love songs. Next is some soul position. Personality check. Nice salary. Yep. Nice bubble. No doubt. Stay out of trouble. Uh huh. Whatever you want. Gotta keep you happy. 
hold tight, hold tight. Keep it hot for daddy. Personality check. Nice salary, yep. Nice bubble, no doubt. Stay out of trouble, uh huh. Whatever you want, gotta keep you happy. Hold tight, hold tight. Keep it hot for daddy. Let's make this interesting. I promise not to press it. I'm thinking long term. I'm making an investment. The way you keep me guessing. You buy it in a what? You like testing. Seeking if I'm quick to give it up. You thinking about me? I'm thinking about us. I know I'm out of pocket. I'm thinking about love. Yeah, we just met, but that don't mean it ain't real. You can tell me what you want, but not how I feel. You want a good man, house on a hill. A man with vision won't stick you with the bills. You know what I want? I want a good woman. I want a good lover. I want some good loving. Even on the humble, she still make me wanna keep it hot for daddy, even if it ain't summer. Personality check. Nice salary, yep. Nice bubble, no doubt. Stay out of trouble. Uh huh. Whatever you want, gotta keep you happy. Hold tight, hold tight. Keep it hot for daddy. Personality check. Nice salary, yep. Nice bubble, no doubt. Stay out of trouble. Uh huh. Whatever you want, gotta keep you happy. Hold tight, hold tight. Keep it hot for daddy. of desire, big rims on them tires, we finna drop it like it's heavy as hell, the clan of the cave bear, used to use a club to hit a dragon by the hair, still use a club to get her a martini or a beer, try to get her home and put the smell of sex in the air, come through like the cable guy and get her done, the old hit and run, turn them into bitter ones, tonight is catch me if you can, you can taste the gingerbread, ain't nothing like waking up with a stranger in your bed, no. Tomorrow I'll be like, where am I? What's your name? Gotta go and back the king. But tonight you will be so fun. Maybe you the one. 
on some ends. King for a day. Hard to face your fears. We wear the mask like Gordon McKay. You have a ball today. It's all a masquerade. Shorty paint a face like a clown, but can't take away the frown. Found under the makeup. I asked her what's the passion. Answer was the paper. She's sleeping. They don't want her to wake up. Maybe then she realized her own beauty. Baby, you a star, not just a star. Some dudes hold movies. Soon a new day breaks the dawn. Tomorrow I'll be like, where am I? What's your name? Gotta go and play the game. But tonight you will be so fun. Baby, you the one. Soon a new day breaks the dawn. Yeah, stepping out, I got my best outfit on. Gotta get it in, I'm slipping in the darkness like most of the day is gone We up all night, I wonder if you can hang We used to hang from a tree, now we hang behind the rope We VIP, we do it, B.I.G. Ain't no need to C.I.D. The entire scenery, shrouded in mystery Clouded with greenery, six girls to every three dudes So you have half a chance, if you ask to have a dance One's ready to freak off, don't need no romance They belong to the sisterhood of the traveling pants They got the hungry eyes, you know the sensual trance At a glance, the alcohol got you sexually advanced The truth is so boring, you gotta pretend a little With antidotes more colorful than the rainbow to end the skittles In the quest to trap the cat, the game is your ten fiddles To get the boost, I'll say the sky's falling like the chicken little Come on Tomorrow I'll be like, where am I? What's your name? Gotta go and plant the cane. But tonight you will be so fun. Maybe you the one. Soon a new day breaks the dawn. Uh. Never ever give my cootie away And keep it tight, alright? And I'ma walk these doors so we 
chicken leg In a fat ass crib with thousands of kids Work life, you don't need a ring to be my wife Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be Living in the effing lap of luxury I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me But you did, now I'm going all out kid And I got mad love to give, you my nigga That was Mr. Method Man 
I'll be there for you. Um, we, you're listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.FM. We've got Peter, Fatima, and Joanna in the studio. And we're talking about Bay Area dating, PTSD. Uh, Fatima, do you have any symptoms that our listeners might be able to identify with that we can uh, oh, yeah. talk about um, here? One of my symptoms is just constantly thinking that everyone I go on dates with already has a girlfriend. <laughs> and yeah. this comes from a time when I went on a date with a guy who was much younger than me. So I was like 31 and he's 22. And I was like right off the bat, like, I don't want anything serious right now. Like, this isn't whatever. And so we like went on a few dates, hooked up. And then it kind of went on for like a year of just like him coming through and hanging out and then disappearing for long spans like not responding to my texts like nothing and I'm just like okay whatever he's 22 who cares and <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton of those yeah and I'm just like okay he disappears he comes back whatever and then one day late at night I'm like looking at Instagram or Facebook or something and it had like a suggested friend um, and it was him and so I looked at his profile and through this like internet wormhole I end up finding out that he has a girlfriend his girlfriend's 18. And she just got her driver's license. <laughs> yeah. And she has a Tumblr. And I'm like, just get sucked into like reading her Tumblr blog. And it's like dated entries. And it's just like, you know, February 15th. I don't know where my boyfriend is. He's He didn't come home. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know where he was. Like, holy shit. What's <laughs> going on with my life right now? It's been going on for a year. <laughs> so now I'm just like, oh, yeah. Everyone I date definitely has a girlfriend they're not telling me about. For sure. I think I suffer from that, too. I constantly think people I'm dating are dating other people. It's like, I don't mind if we just started dating and we're both, like, playing the field and we haven't talked about exclusivity, but if it goes on for a year that we're hooking up and you just constantly disappear, or you have like a serious long-term partner that you're not telling me about, that's what I think. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it shouldn't even go past like four months yeah. not knowing if they're dating other people, right? What right. do you guys think? I think so. Oh, four I mean, months? Four months is a hell of a long time right. to not it's know totally if somebody's long. dating another person. Yeah. I mean, I, you, I think you knock that one out probably, let's just say... If you see somebody once a week for a month, so four dates in within a month, I mm-hmm. think definitely by that fifth date, you need to be like not, you don't have to have a discussion that's like, so are we exclusive or not? But you do have to have a discussion where, hey, we're both seeing other people, right? Cool. Done. Like yeah. without, without the expectation of like changing their mind to get in a relationship with you. It's not about that. It's more like, Let's, Let's just get this on the table. Leveling the playing field. Because, yeah. now, because now, like, clearly we're, clearly we liked each other enough to, to continue seeing each other a few times. Now it's going to move into several. So let's just know where we both are. Right. Yeah. Totally. My general attitude, though, is like, I, I, I mean, I generally cannot date multiple people at the same time at any level, <laughs> whether it's, whether it's like serious or not serious or like on the side or anything like that. Like, all right, I got enough time in my life to commit to my friends, work and one other person. <laughs> I think a lot of people in the Bay Area date multiple people at the same time. It drives me nuts. Because <laughs> I never know where I stand. <laughs> well, you stand as one of many. <laughs> I, I mean, feel you know very... where you stand, you just don't like where you stand. I feel pretty now. <laughs> wow, I'm just going to sink into my chair now and yeah. just kind of like, oh no, everything is terrible. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> let's hear some more ghost face killer here. 
fresh, walking down the block, about to see my boo, it's about six o'clock. Love is love, it's been a long time coming. Nine long years, I know she missed my loving. Hugging, kissing in the center of the kid. She gonna fall out when she see me at the crib. Ding dong, can I speak to bamboo? It's me, Penelope. Stop acting a fool. She said, damn, I thought you was dead. Not a phone call, not a card in the mail. For real, a phone call? Stop. You know I had to up and leave. I told you I'll be back, girl. You ain't believe She told me now was too long And she got a new man One who gonna stay And hold it down for the fam So scram There's no more love for the kid So I turned my head down And walked away from the crib So many times I've been alone so long Trying to pull myself together Got my heart a brand new heart Got a good thing going on Can't let you mess with me Tony's back up on the aisle Gone for nine years like nine months to a child so many times Where's my boo ass? I need to see bamboo I got a lot of things in my mind to explain to you It's like that Okay, then where you put all my stuff at then, you know? I, you know, I, I swear we've been doing this for too long I done came home, you got another man You know what? Oh, word, so you over it? That's absurd shit I never did a damn thing to deserve it This is a man's world I go away, come home looking for you Now you fucking up the plans, girl You another man's girl, that ain't kosher Once you see the kid's face, you supposed to Drop what you're doing, show your loyalty and love Step out on the porch with a kiss and a hug Yo, you bugger On the aisle. Gone for nine years like nine months to a child so many times Where's my boo ass? I need to see bamboo I got a lot of things in my mind to explain to you Just can't understand, you know I, be, I treated you, I gave you everything you wanted You know what I'm saying? And it's like You got another dude laying in the bed, wearing my robes, weighing you out. I know I was gone, but damn, I just can't get it, baby. But I loved you, though, man. And I still do, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> This nigga is home. Mmm. Shit about to get crazy.
considers herself a superwoman. Ooh. And who's that girl that's independent and hardworking? And who's that girl that can cook and got some good loving? Ooh. And who's that girl that can take a down and out man and turn him into something? You are. That's what you are. A superstar.
And she came with the same type game, the type of girl giving out the fake cell phone the name. Big fame, she like cats with big things. Jewel ship, money clip, phone flip the six range. Has seen her on the ass, spotted her more than once. Ass so fat that you can see her from the front. She spot me like paparazzi. Shot me a glance in that cat woman stands with the fat booty pants. Hot damn. What's your name, love? Where you came from? Neck and wrist laced up, very little makeup. The swims at the Reebok gym, tone your frame up and sugar and spice the only thing that you made up. I tried to play a low key but couldn't keep it down. Asked her to dance and she was like, yo, I'm leaving now. An hour later, Sam's from Jamaica. She's sipping crisp straight up, skanking while in the waist up. Scene two. My fam throwing a jam for Reed is on the stand. Big things is in the plan. The brother Big Moon makes space for me to move in. Yo, this my man most, baby. Let me introduce. I turn around. Say, you was the same pretty bird who I had priorly observed. Trying to play me for the herd. Shocked to tell she couldn't get it together. I just played along and pretended I never met her. How you feeling? No, I'm fine. My name is Moe, so I'm Cherise. I heard so much good about you. It was nice to finally meet. He moved to the booth, preserve the crew, especially your honey love. Ended up sitting directly next to me. I'm tight polite, but now I'm looking at her skeptically. Cause baby girl got all the right weaponry. Designer fabric, shoes, and accessories. Chinky eyes, sweet voice. You want me mentally? Be conversated, made her laugh. Yeah, you know me, bro. Even though I know the steelo, she wild sweet, yo. I'm about to murk, I say peace to the family. She hop up like, how you gonna leave before you dance with me? Dance with me. She blew my whole head with that, dude. I was like, what? I played it low, though. I was like, yeah, all right, come on then, let's go. This is mad. This is so sick. I said, yo, honey was so blazing. She was just, yo, she was like Jane Kennedy, world born. To my mama, man. She was that L, man. She take me to the dance floor and she start whispering to me. Yo, let me apologize for the other night. I know it wasn't right, but baby, you know what it's like. Some brothers don't be coming right. I understand, I'm feeling you. Besides, can I have a dance? Ain't really that original. We laughed about it, traced the arms across my shoulder blades. They playing lovers rock. I got to fold the fingers on the waist. He in my butt up like the Arizona summer song finished. And she whispered, honey, let's exchange numbers. Scene three. Weeks of dating, late night conversation in the crib. Hard racing, trying to be cool and patient. She touched on my eyelids. The room felt silent. She walked away smiling, singing great. Gregory Isaacs like If I don't, if I don't, if I don't Show me a tan line and a tattoo Playing Sade, sweetest taboo Burning candles, all my other plans got canceled Man, I smash it like an Idaho potato She call me at my jail, come now, I can't say no Jensen tree trunks, rocking a pee from cocking her knees up Champion lover, not ease up Three months, she call, I feel I'm running a fever Six months, I'm telling her I desperately need her Nine months, blue light symptoms are shorty not around I need more than to knock it down, I'm really trying to lock it down Midnight we hook up and go at it Burn a slogan, let her know, sweetheart, I got to have it She telling me commitment is something she can't manage Wake up the next morning, she gone like it was magic Oh, damn it This on Harrison full frantic My number one wasn't answered by my five Taurus and Chantress Next week, who hit me up? I saw Sharice at the kitty club With some banging ass Asian playing Lay it down and lick me up You like what? I like girls with that light complexion look Oh, man. You're a moron. I can't help it. What, being a moron? Yeah, that too. You're the first one out there with a dashiki talking that crap. I'm a victim. Good hair. Nigga, you so brainwashed. I'm a victim, What's brother. Your problem? You're a victim. Yeah. I'm a up. victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my conditioning. Even my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs> 
Black Star with Brown Skin Lady. Also, Most Deaf, Miss Fat Booty, and a request from Joanna Isley Brothers, a superstar. You are listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.FM, talking about Bay Area dating post-traumatic stress disorder. Also, just sex and relationship questions in general. Um, we got a call during the break, actually, and let's see if we can get these people on right now. Go ahead, caller. Hey, how's it going? Fine, hey. thanks. Hey, what's your name? My name's uh, Jason. Hey, Jason, where are you calling from? I'm calling from the East Bay, Oakland. Great. What's your question? Well, I've been uh, going out with a girl for almost two months now. Um, things always have great dates. She's had a really good time. Uh, but, you know, a few weeks ago, she uh, canceled a date, said she had the flu. And uh, so I bugged her a little bit later and uh, tried to set up another date and said, hey, you know what? Turns out I've actually been falling into a depression, and I just don't know if I should be dating right now. Mm. Um, so I gave her a little time with that, and we started to talk a little bit. I kind of assumed she just was not into dating anymore at all. Now she kind of is again and wants to... Uh, went on a couple more dates and just kind of wondering how to navigate this. Well, how have your dates been since you've been going on dates with her again? Well, it's been really fun. Um, she seems to bounce between being absolutely hilarious and, uh, you know, just the joy to be around and then uh, kind of goes into the mode where she's getting really in her head and withdrawn. Hey, Jason, uh, I think one thing that is important to uh, to get out of the way right away on this one is acknowledging that depression is an actual disease. And um, and I think acknowledging that to your girlfriend is going to just normalize the situation for both of you in a way that gives you the opportunity to talk about this when it comes up for, you know, um, it's like if, uh, you know, like, for example, when she says she has the flu, like, anybody um it, it's culturally reasonable for us to say like oh you have the flu you're sick cool okay um i'll i'll see you later this week i hope you feel better and right. and societally when somebody says i have depression um you know we somehow think many times as partners that we can magically heal that and mm-hmm. we can't so it just as when somebody gets let's say a sinus infection and they need to take amoxicillin we leave that to their doctors and to bed rest and fluid. Um, and when it comes to depression, we need to say like, oh man, like I'm sorry that you're sick right now, or I'm sorry that you're feeling badly. Um, you know, it, can I help you, uh, you know, get a hold of your therapist to get another session in this week? Um, you know, can I be more supportive of you by like hanging out with you while you read or watch TV, or do you want some time alone? And treating it as the actual disease that it is, the sickness that it is, without over-pathologizing it and try and taking on the role ourselves as their healer, their caretaker, I shouldn't say their caretaker, be there as a caretaker, but not as the person who can actually heal them. Um, that can get into a weird spiral of you feeling responsible for their well-being and in turn resenting them along the line or your partner who then becomes contingent on your... Um, on your caretaking when they fall into depression, a floundering or getting angry at you if you're not available, if let's say you have to go to work or go to a family event and you can't be there, 
when they say, I'm feeling really depressed right now. Um, so I think, yeah. yeah, just starting it off with a conversation about what depression really is would be helpful. Yeah, Jason, I also once dated someone who was depressed, and we never went anywhere, and it was be. I think it was because they were depressed and I put a lot of that on myself and it would actually hurt me a lot more I think than I ever expected it to be. I did want to be a healer and I really cared for this person a lot but they were depressed and that has nothing to do with me and that you know I think you gotta kind of step aside and not try and I don't know I don't know what what's your goal in this relationship or do you really like this person? Well, when we both met, um, we both expressed an interest in having a long-term relationship, and uh, well, we met online, and of course, um, we do that. It's all spelled out right there, you know, in our personal descriptions of ourselves. And uh, so, on the one hand, I think that's what she wants um, at, at some level, but on the other hand, she's, of course, struggling with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of decisions and indecisions um, about you know, what it is that she really wants. And, of course, depression does, doesn't really make that clear. It kind of fogs up the thinking quite a bit. Um, so so I'm in a bit of a, a holding pattern, I suppose, now. I, you know, we try to go out and have a good time, um, but uh, she seems to change her story a lot about what she thinks she's really looking for, and she can't quite decide it in this state of mind. Yeah, and I mean, and that's probably really authentic for her. It's It's doubtful that she's, like, trying to pull a fast one. Um, for anybody who's dealt with depression, I think uh, we can all acknowledge that that we run hot, really hot and cold. And you can really want something one day, and then, well, you, you know, even a few hours later, second guess that in like a really major way. Um, but as you get closer to her, um, assuming I, I'm, I guess I'm making the assumption here. So correct me if I'm wrong. You guys are only seeing each other. Are you in a, an exclusive relationship with her? Um, I haven't had that conversation yet, but I do get that feeling. You would get that feeling, it's yeah. Only been, it's only been a maybe month and a half of dating, and then almost half a month of her just being, you know, having her family take care of her, and okay. uh, you know, me not. And we're just now um, starting to see each other again after uh, a few weeks of off. Mm. Yeah, um, I I think my my biggest piece of advice on this one would. Um, would be to just uh, make sure, like the only the only person you can really take care of in in this situation at this point because the relationship is very new is yourself, and keeping that as front and center I think is going to be the most helpful thing. I'm sorry, did I cut you off on something? It, it sounded like no. I think you might be dying okay. out. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought I thought we cut out for a second. Um, so I guess ultimately, take care of yourself in this. Number one. And um, and get really really specific with yourself about what you want your role to be, and and furthermore, like if that role is boyfriend or partner, um, what like where your parameters are on that, you know, where you come in as a caretaker or a healer versus a person for her to enjoy good times with and um, and build a relationship and not just slide um, straight into one because. When she is maybe um, feeling at the depths of depression, maybe for some people, actually easier to fall into something that feels comfortable and secure. But that can later be kind of a false sense um, of security because they would have fallen into the relationship 
at a time when they weren't feeling at their baseline happiness. I'm also kind of wondering if she's getting professional help. Have we talked about that? Um, from what I understand, it's not her first, uh, it ain't her first rodeo as far as falling into mm-hmm. this kind of state. And so she kind of has a program, a process, uh, a little bit on the holistic side, I think, rather than a full-time therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's dealing with, in her, with, with it in, I think, a way that works for her or has in the past. But as far as, you know, full-on psychotherapy and uh, things like that, I don't think that's quite where she's at. Mm-hmm. Joanna, do you think that it is dangerous territory to suggest to the person you're dating or, like, recommend that they go to therapy? Well, I I don't. I mean, and with disclosure at this point, I am a psychotherapist. So, I mean, clearly I'm falling on, like, one side of this. Um, But I, I mean, I suggest psychotherapy to people in the sense of just general upkeep of yourself. Um, as in, sure, we can do a lot of things well enough for ourselves, but to get a professional hand in that can make it so much better. I like to liken it to getting a good haircut or hair color. Like, sure, you can take the clippers in your bathroom and you'll cut your hair. That's what I do, metaphorically but, <laughs> and not. <laughs> but, 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 if you, you know, if, but if you go to a professional, you're going to look a little better and feel a little better. And, you know, going to therapy can be that extra boost. And it doesn't, you know, for some people, it doesn't have to be weekly or, you know, they can figure out their timeline on it. But it can be the thing that actually is like there's, there's, a, there's merit in and there's a reason to go to a professional. But, you know, that's that's with my disclosure and, that that's what I yeah. believe in. And there's also so many different kinds of therapy. Like if talking therapy isn't her thing and that's why she's um, mostly doing the holistic thing, she could try like cognitive behavioral therapy, like tons of different things. Well, yeah, I mean, if her deal is um, is holistic stuff, if like if or when she would start to look for a therapist um, through her insurance panel or private pay, she would want to look for somebody specifically who deals in mindfulness um that's kind of that would be a keyword for her um what fatima just mentioned cognitive behavioral therapy is usually listed as cbt and that's um that's very short term we're usually looking at about 12 weeks total of therapy there and it's super helpful for somebody who's feeling stuck with one problem we can excise the problem and then work through that solution based um but if she's really into meditation um, or mindfulness practice, she might want to talk with somebody who specifically lists that they uh, that they work in mindfulness and meditation. Um, and I would suggest just going on to psychologytoday.com and she'll be able to find people within her uh, zip code and who to take her insurance. Yeah, yeah, pretty good suggestion. Well, and another thing I've been kind of thinking about is a fairly young relationship. Yeah. I'm not sure I really have... Uh, you know, the maybe I should just uh, look at myself as a, a little bit of relief and a, and a good time and a nice date. Whereas people who've probably known her longer and deeper should uh, maybe I'm overstepping my bounds to you. You may you know. be, and that's why I want I want to like really impart to you that I think your role in this right now is to get focused on on yourself in it and less about her. So figure out what you want in it and recognize very strongly what your um, what your boundaries are on it and your boundary is definitely not to be her healer just be just be just be a dude that she can text right now you know yeah I mean I've been uncharacteristically 
quiet this whole time just because I, I <laughs> empathize with her situation way too closely. <laughs> but I can definitely say that your job right now, like it, it's 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 admirable, instinctive to try to be the white knight in this situation. But coming from her, like that is you can't be that as much as you want to as much as a as like you want to be helpful she really has to do a lot of the legwork herself i mean she has to have a support system obviously she should probably seek someone out for all those things um but you probably need to think about like kind of you know just being you have to figure out where she's comfortable with you as much as you need to be you know comfortable with her so um I, I, i would i would think that you know it's like all right you know, just ask her, it's like, where do you feel comfortable with me being in this? I would like to be a support system for you, but I, while well, knowing that I can't, like, fix this for you. Mm-hmm. I would caution yeah. you from telling her things that you can't do. Don't promise. Don't, no don't, promises, no Jason. Promises. No promises. No promises. <laughs> no promises of what you can and can't do. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks a lot for calling in, Jason. Um, I hope that works out for you. And her. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, I, I think I'd you know, keep in contact with her if she's not feeling up to it. She's like a good person. And, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks very much for the advice. Yeah, yeah thanks. totally. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I don't know. That's kind of an interesting thing. Like, I... Oftentimes in breakups, people want to stay friends, and I always caution away from trying to stay friends with people. I'm really? Like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to force it. If you guys become yeah. friends, you, then you'll become friends again at some point, right? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not not immediately, but like, there's been w- one, maybe two people that I've dated, and then we split up that I've been okay with after. Generally, I try to stay away from the exes for the I, most part. Yeah. I usually stay friends with my exes for the most part. I'm friends with most of my yeah. exes. Yeah. I definitely encourage a small period of time of like, recovering and healing from things and setting new boundaries to start a new different kind of relationship that's just a friendship yeah i guess that's what i meant yeah i yeah, don't try to force a friendship too quickly and and to bring it back to sfpdsd um that that's kind of a common thing that you run into out here a lot right where the area is so small the city so small that you have to kind of share all these places together you're going to run into each other at some point or another totally. so um try your best to keep it as healthy and as healthy as seemingly possible <laughs> just just as long as it's not a super unhealthy thing yeah um we also got another text question over the break it was from ben fatima do you want to give us a recap on that question sure the question was basically about jealousy in his relationship and it wasn't the conventional kind of jealousy where you're jealous of other people um <coughs> hitting, who are hitting on your partner or whatever that it was more that he's jealous of his boyfriend for getting an inordinate amount of attention every time they go out um even when they're at an intimate dinner or like all these different examples where people should know that they're on a date they just like throw themselves at the boyfriend so how do you deal with that kind of jealousy it's more like jealousy of your partner i've never dealt with that i don't know how that feels does anyone (laughs) I don't know I think that might have to do with like same sex well I I I don't think I don't think it necessarily has to do with same sex uh, relationships I very recently um, I I think this actually oh yeah it was on This American Life this last week I think it was uh, Lindy West a journalist um, who talks about fat culture was talking about the fact that she would be on a date with her now husband who is, by conventional standards, a, a, an attractive guy, and she became invisible in that relationship because she identifies herself as a fat woman. Mm-hmm. And um, and she said that 
they could be at a dinner together or at a bar or something and um, people would not assume that they were in a, in a relationship as a couple because they weren't, by our conventional standards, matched by attractiveness. Um, so I think that, that this really, I mean, that's just an example for, from Lindy Westlife that I think applies to this, but at the core of it, I think is a fear of not being good enough for our partner. So it's maybe not a sense of like, oh, you bitch, you're more, you're more attractive, but rather <laughs> thinking like, am I good enough? You know, and um, and this is just a conversation that I think needs to happen between the couple, like on a super regular basis, um, of you know the more maybe the more attractive partner um, stepping up a little bit more to 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 reinforce why and how much they want to be with their partner, and definitely um, in in public spaces, doing all of the affectionate tells of being in a relationship, you know, holding hands, kissing, that sort of thing, just to reinforce that uh, for the security of the of the other partner. And it kind of maybe prevents some of the constant nagging, because I, I feel like yeah. a big part of the thing is, for them, is, like, just the constant, kind of, like, this happens all the freaking time, like, how do we make it stop? Like, you want to, you want to, yeah, there's the, the, the underground issues of it, but there's also kind of, like, the just make it end kind of perspective. I think it's also not unreasonable to me if you're on a if you're on a date with your partner and it's obvious that you're together and this consistently happens and your partner is just like letting it happen and being okay with it and being nice to people who are you know throwing themselves at him or her or whoever i think it's not that unreasonable to have a conversation and just be like could you be a little bit more firm and maybe not necessarily be mean to people who are on you but like make it clear that you're not interested like don't be super nice to them just for me like after, of course, working on your own issues and figuring out why this makes you feel so insecure and I makes th- you feel so threatened. I, I don't think, think it's- a, a real practical um, thing for our caller to, uh, to ask their boyfriend as well is to just say, like, hey, when we're in public, can you just change your language and say, hey, I'd like for you to meet my boyfriend, Ben. Yeah. And just, like, get it out there. And that may mm. feel like a weird thing to ask the boyfriend to do at first, but it mm-hmm. can be, like, that one step that just sets some calmness within the relationship and gives external people like a very clear message this is my boyfriend and it's going to make Ben feel maybe more secure in his interactions with other people with the boyfriend yeah that's a that's a great tip yeah because it's also under the guise of just being polite too you know yeah, the yeah. idea is just it's like, just oh, introduction. I'm here. Hello, this is me, and this is my partner, yeah, and, and, and not we're just, here. Yeah, not just saying like, oh, hey, this is Ben, but saying this is my boyfriend, Ben. Yeah, I think you know, Ben. Like, if you're still listening, your your partner's with you because they really like you, and you don't need to feel insecure. Other people are silly, and they don't realize that they're crossing boundaries. So don't let it get to you too much. Um, we are coming to a close here. I want to thank Joanna, Fatima, and Peter for coming to the studio. Thank you, callers, for calling in with your questions. Um, This is Conference Call with Critty. We answer relationship sex advice. Sometimes we banter and sometimes it's real advice. Thank you so much, Joanna. Sometimes professional speech. We try to not take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to serious issues, we'll definitely try to approach them as responsibly as possible. Uh, That said, if you think you are depressed, you should please seek help. Um, we like to have fun on this show, but yeah, you yeah, really I'd, need to do I it. I guess I'd say if anybody um, does feel like they need help, 
for anything, just uh, call the line and we will connect you with resources. Definitely. Uh, That line again is 415-483-6217. You can always call in and remain anonymous or you can uh, tell us where you're calling from and that's always fun too. We are on Fridays, every Friday from 2 to 4 here on BFF.FM. If you want to see some show archives, you can do that also online. Just go to BFF.FM slash shows slash conference call with Critty. Uh, we play hip-hop, R&B, and soul You uh, here at BFF. Um, one other thing is that Secret Alley just recently got an increase in rent and you can support the secret alley as well as bff.fm by signing up for the new arcade there's an arcade it in the building it is so much fun i know i'm, I'm up, up, up here so often just playing like pac-man mrs pac-man um there's pinball in here like space invaders kind of games and stuff like that and if you join like all year um you basically just kind of come up from like noon to 1 a.m. or something like that just to come in here and hang out. Um, it's a lot of fun. All the games are free with that membership as well. And you can make a hot dog in there. And <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty and, awesome. And, and here's the other cool thing, too, is you, you, they let you, as a member, bring in someone that's not a member once a week, so you could totally turn into like a date night kind of thing. Oh, shoot. Oh, Ooh. yeah. And if it goes south, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you again for listening and thank you BFF.FM thanks Cosmic Amanda we love you we're gonna close it out now with a little Nina Simone get you guys going on your way thank you for listening we'll see you again next week you know how I feel sun in the sky you know how I feel breeze drifting on by you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me, yeah It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me And I'm feeling good Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Blossom on the tree, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. Dragon fly out in the sun, you know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all having fun, you know what I mean? Sleep in peace when day is done, that's what I mean. And this old world is a new world and a bold world.